Hey, what's going on? How you feeling? How you doing? How was your Thanksgiving? If that's what you celebrate. How was your holiday? You're supposed to, I guess you're supposed to say holiday. I don't know. This is a um this is going to be a special episode. Uh I've been meaning to put this out for a while and I have I'm lazy. I don't I, I mean, what other excuse could it be? I'm lazy and I don't uh do the things that I say that I'm going to do. I said I was going to put this one out last Friday and I'm putting it out this Friday. Sorry for that. Hopefully you're still cool with that and I hope I didn't lose too many listeners behind behind the lie. I think I lost some in Germany and maybe some in Japan. Uh so I had two, now I'm down to one in Japan and I had eight in Germany and now well, let's just say we're at war. Um, this is a special one. This is one. Um, so here's the plan, right? Dom Rivera, who I recorded the podcast with, we were planning on doing this. He just put it out. You know, I was waiting for him to make the decision and then let me know, hey, I'm going to put it out on my platform you can put it out on yours, but we recorded this podcast months ago, okay? And yeah, yeah, and the plan we had all these plans. Yeah, yeah, we're gonna put it out, and it's gonna be about about music, and because Dom and I were both forty in our forties, early forties, we both joined the military in nineteen ninety six, and we stayed until two thousand and four. Right. He joined from a different region and we just talk about our experiences, me joining from the south and the music that I listened to and him joining from the East Coast and the music that he listened to. And we talk about, you know, in the south, we listen to music from different regions, never East Coast for some reason. We kind of, we dipped in here and there. You know, there was some artists that we listened to, uh, some hip-hop artists that we listened to, but for the most part, it was all, you know, South shit and West Coast. And Dom tells me some of the stuff that he listened to, some of the friends that he met that put him on to some of the South shit, and, you know, we just go like that. Uh, The episode... First episode, maybe I'll give, oh, I, I, I'll, I'll give the title and like some, you know, some goofy introduction. Anyway, so we talk about that on the first episode. We have yet to record the second episode. And Dom is one of those guys. He, he has a lot of ideas and he doesn't, he doesn't stop until he, I guess he's tired or he doesn't have any ideas and they say, all right, well, let's record. So he's hit me up multiple times about ideas and I'm like, dude, we just need to record and just keep recording. That's it. Anyway, that's a whole nother thing. But the first episode of this series of podcasts where we talk about music is called 96 Till Infinity. Let me see. Bum, bum, bum. 
You know, I deleted the sneakers app off my phone today. I mean, do you do you need it? It made me mad as fuck. I there's some shit that I want, but it made me mad as fuck today. With the last couple drops, been pissing me off, and it's worse than from when I was heavy, like about a year ago. Into it, like you could log into this bitch, man, and like a minute later, shit gone. You don't even get a chance. And then fucking sneakers got the nerve to be fucking with you and. They'll kick boot you and then it'll look like he still got sneakers left and you log the fuck back in and yeah. he's still sold out. Yeah, so I'm, I'm going old school. I'm a, I'm looking for some grills and I'm jumping on eBay and doing some trades and ain't a lot of shit that I really, really want. I'm, I'm mad as fuck. I should have got these elephant Air Max ones like a couple years ago when I had the chance and I didn't. And them shits is like fourteen hundred dollars now. That shit made it's, I'm upset. Good Lord. Oh, that's some East Coast shit. So yeah, I don't fuck with Air Force Ones like that. But I didn't say Air Force Ones. I said Air Max Ones. See, that's where. A, see, that's I'm where you got chopped. Air Force One too, either. I like no, no. them, but man, they crispy sometimes. I'm definitely was an Air Force One low top person, but now I'm getting older. I don't know why I like low top shoes now. Well, it's probably because I'm old as fuck and I like just comfortable walking shoes with my flat feet. They just look too big. Those the Air, the Air Force One. Uh, high yeah, top. you can't have skinny ankles and shit. You'd be looking like a clown. I know. That's why I, I couldn't wear them shits. <laughs> <laughs> the ankles are skinny as fuck. I don't know why. <laughs> You'd be having some skinny ass ankles coming out some shoes oh, and shit. Oh man, I got I got skinny ankles and I got wide flat feet. I so do my too. Ankles look. I'm the they same look terrible. Shape. Yeah. Yeah. They look crispy as fuck with some bootcut jeans laid over the top of them now. Oh, dude. That's the other thing, man. Nobody tells you when you get older, it gets hard as fuck to find a pair of jeans. It took me a while, man. I'm doing. I'm, I'm rocking. I'm back to fours. That tapered leg. Oh, man. Don't tell me you in some relaxed fit jeans, dog. Because I'll end no, this fucking relaxed. broadcast right now. Yeah, it's getting slow now. What the, the feet? Yeah, a little bit. All right. I think <clears throat> now I can't the do mother, the fucking chat too at the same time going on. So we just know like to pace ourselves too, not to get a little too ahead of ourselves. Yeah, don't don't worry about the chat. Uh, yes, it's not bootcut jeans. I like to call them OMBs. <laughs> Old Mike B five oh ninety sevens. <laughs> I Dog, think this nigga, him we, and and Greg Stevens, share the same pair of jeans. <laughs> they look bootcut comedy man. jeans. Yeah, they look huge. You ever see it? Like, you ever see yourself back in the nineties? Like the shit you used to wear? Oh my <laughs> this, god, it was huge, bro. Dog, I got a picture. Oh man, I had a picture like I was in uh, Hungary, sitting in some motherfucking uh, can- <laughs> in tents and shit when I was in the Air Force. <laughs> I had a wife beater on with swimming goggles, dog, in my hair, like the old like P. Diddy goggles and shit. Like when the oh, locks yeah. was wearing goggles and everybody was wearing goggles. Oh my god! <laughs> I was like this when they was wearing the shiny suits. When when Puff Daddy had them in the shiny suits. <clears throat> you can't roll the bottom of your jeans. They gotta look smooth. Like the, if you roll your jeans up, 
they got to meet the top of your fucking Jordans and they can't like go over. You know what I'm saying? It got to look crispy or you got to taper them shits up. It's time for uh, Taylor jeans, though. Taylor, you, you what gotta, do you mean? You got to get into that. Like, oh, have like go to the go to the shit. take them oh, to the man. That's some old man shit, though. Take them to the take people. Take it to them people. Nah. <laughs> yeah, because they don't make jeans. Most people like they don't make jeans that fit you perfectly. Nobody's like a. They just have specific sizes: 36, 32, 34, 30, like thirty-four. 30, like they don't have your specific size. So they give you a size. You need to buy the size around that area, and then like you got to go get them cut up. So I don't think I don't think it's an old man thing. See, that's why now if I find oh, a pair of jeans, I pay. I, I buy like seven of them, and I just rock with them. <laughs> yeah, say all colors, every color. What was fucked up? Sometimes you can't do that. Shoot, same cut jeans be mad in different, different colors. Be mad they, they, different. No, I'm like, why? Why is this just because it's black? It's a different cut than the blue I ones. I put on some beige ones. So one now time I got to find them. And it pushed both my balls together. That shit hurt like fuck. <laughs> oh, man. Them Pippins with the air on the side. That was my shit. That was my first, like, military shoe. The 502. I think I'm rocking the 502, man. Let me see if I got these shits around here. 502 jeans. What are those? It's either the 502s or the 504s that I rock right now. Look, because I can't do a taper because I got big. My quads is big. You know what I'm saying? So then I'd be like super tight up tight. It looked like I got leggings on. Yeah. And it just don't. <laughs> and the back be pulled down like I got fucking uh, apple bottom. Nah, man, I ain't trying to do that <laughs> shit. I can't stand when I see the dudes with the tight. Super tight pants on, man. It's usually athletes that be wearing that shit. Like, yeah, uh, man. Then the name? motherfucking the, your belt loop at the top be all loose around. Yeah. Your ass shit. Oh man, that's yeah, the problems man. with having an ass when you're a dude. Yeah. I so wanted. I saw this. Class, I dude. thought I saw this shit for like Jordan Craig's. I was going to get them, but yo, I don't like too much shit on the front of my jean, man. I'm a grown ass man. You don't need to be looking down. Look me in the face. I don't want a lot of shit from the belt. <laughs> Look at my sneakers or my face, one or the other. That's it. I got a pair of those. They're my size, but they run big. So they look huge on me. The G-Star straight cut jeans? What's G-Star? This ain't no Instagram jean you're trying to promote and shit on here right now, Jackie. Is it Jackie or Jack? Or is it Jack A? I like the G-Star. Huh. And that is that a is grown Jack man a, jeans, like or is that like in the in the young men's department at Macy's, where you got to fucking sneak and go over there with your old ass <laughs> and pull some young man? Young jeans dudes wear the. I see a lot of videos about young with young kids. Oh, Jack E. Okay. That wear G stars. Yeah, see, I don't want to do that shit because I don't like I don't want to be feeling like a bunch of young motherfuckers is looking at me like, look at this old ass nigga and these G star jeans. <laughs> no, I, want, I, I can't smack the shit out of you in the fucking barbershop. Oh, shit. All right, man, we're going good. We got 13 people in the chat. How y'all doing? Oh, so they're grown. All right, What's I'm going to look into them. I'm going to look into them.
What is going on? The 502 is good. I, like, I'm a Levi's dude. Those are my fucking jeans. Oh, no labels? Okay. 511, baby. 511 stretch. 511? Ain't that a relaxed fit jean? You trying to push relaxed fit jeans, though. <laughs> Don't front. No, you're wearing, relaxed. You're wearing relaxed fit jeans. Those are slim. Say that shit. Those are slim. 511. Mm. Hmm. Look it up. If it's not 511, it's like 513 or something like that. Man, relax fit jeans be too wide at the top, man. It'd be like yeah, they're huge, man. On and shit, like you in the Kentucky Derby. I don't like that shit. Yeah, man. <laughs> I had I had to learn my lesson, man. I can't wear my size in some of these. Shit. I got to get a smaller size in those, man. <laughs> this is the this. It's supposed to be about, about rap music. We talking about <laughs> ninety six. We talking about ninety six oh. jeans right now. The struggle is real. <laughs> <laughs> Nigga, I'm gonna start wearing overalls. It was just a sweatshirt over the top. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> remember when overall? Remember you used to wear like overalls, Bruh. with like a, a, a blue jeans with a uh, with Scooby Doo on the. <laughs> Listen, man. On in your ninety. <laughs> when did I go to Vegas? In ninety-seven, ninety-eight. My number one outfit, dog, was a Tommy Hilfiger uh, overall, like a jumper. And I used to rock that shit with one strap and a fucking wife beater oh, on the top of it. Man, I was nice. And then I got a chain from Where when I was in from? Iraq, a platinum silver chain <laughs> with a cross. You couldn't oh, tell me God. shit, dog. That Tommy Hilfiger <laughs> jumper worth like $7,000 now. Really? Was yeah, that from man, uh, like Motown Philly? Cause these motherfuckers be wearing that shit. Oh man, don't even start me with Motown Philly. We'll we'll get into that shit in a little bit. What year was that? That was like 93, 94, but <clears throat> I had two I know my overall uh, short sets. One was blue jean and the other one was black jean. And I wore them shits to death, man. And then I wore them, I wore them every way until somebody made fun of me. So I wore them with both the straps, and then somebody made nigga put that strap down. And I wore them with one strap. You did that one nigga, strap put like the, put that one strap down. And then I wore them with no strap with a belt on around, and then I, oh I wore a t-shirt God. over, so it looked like a pair of blue jean shorts. Oh, that's some crucial conflict shit. Yeah. Now, who else wore their shit like that? Also, crisscross wore their shit. <laughs> yep. Or what you do is you don't strap them up; you strap them under you, so they're behind, so they're on your uh, on your legs or whatever. Wore Eastland boots? Hell yeah, Eastland boots were were y'all from? Yeah, man, I used to rock Eastlands Not all me. the fucking time. To maroon Eastlands with some khakis with some East Coast shit, especially if you was on some boys to men dress up shit. Because I remember when like them them. Three's companies, Mr. Furley shirt shirts, them plaid shirts used to be the shit. I used to rock. We only, we only rock. We only rock polo boots and nautical boots. Nautical boots were huge, bro. If See, I didn't rock polo boots, boots, or I used to rock nautical boots because you can get them at TJ Maxx on the fucking rack and shit. Yeah, you would never see no polo. I used boots to anymore. love. I used to love nautical boots, man. Yeah, I had about nautica everything. five pair. Nautica was the shit for a while for me. Super shit, especially the polo shirts. Yep. You had a little sale joint right here. <laughs> yep. 
This nigga's like, a buffalino. I, right I like the sale, Good. man. Buffalino boots. Sweater vests were the shit, man. Somebody, we got. I bring sweater vests back at work. I'm gonna do that this year in the, in the winter. It's a, the sweater vest be looking dope as fuck. I never really learned so, how to dress in the winter. My man said, "Izod." Remember, you get a bootleg Izod and shit, and the alligator don't even got a little flame or a lip coming out. <laughs> <laughs> I had a green, I had a, a, a aqua blue Izod shirt. <laughs> that shit was huge, bro. <laughs> I just wore it in the wintertime. Just Remember, <laughs> I used to wear, what was it, NYC or Anichi, but ain't nobody. Remember when you used to buy shit and ain't know what the fucking, what it was called? You yeah. just be rocking it. Like, is it Anichi yep. or is it NYC? I don't know what the fuck it's called. <laughs> and it was always one hip hop store in the mall in, in, the, in the late 90s, early 2000s. All hip hop, no, no skateboard shit, no none of no. that shit. Just all white, like just wife beaters, fucking yep. Deweys, uh, what graphic tees, graphic tees yep. with rap albums, rap album covers on them. It won no sales. Them shits was thirty dollars each. How much for this? Uh, uh man, it's thirty five dollars, man. Where did you used to go to Dillard's? Take car. We had JC Penney's. We had a um, no. What it was, we had a lot of kiosks. So they didn't have the money to go to the stores, so they would just go to the kiosk, or they would just have a little kiosk in the mall or whatever. Yo, remember Nike Shit, boots? Crash. There you go. Nike boots. Oh, that's an East Coast thing too. I think. Yeah, I actually, no. Nike I, boots. It was one cat. It was one cat that had Nike boots. I used to rock Nike that I remember. boots. Uniform. Because it would always really? remember you ever used to try to flex like some black Tims or something in uniform and try to get away with it. No. You never did that shit. <laughs> Air Force motherfuckers, we would no. try to pull that shit off all the time. Pull off some Nike boots. They look like uniform. Nike boots. Yeah, pull off some because remember them uh what's them uh little motherfucking sneaker boots motherfuckers used to wear yeah. in, in uniform, what they call. The high tech boots. So yeah, yeah. Something that look close to like a high tech boot, and then you're something like, man, why you got club boots on? Which <laughs> <laughs> we could never do that shit. We didn't have no. <laughs> it was all jungle boots, jump boots. Uh, every they all look like boots, and now none of them look like sneakers. Not like the shit they got today. They got soft shoes and all this kind of stuff. Digitized, camouflaged, and shit. So, get set up, everybody. So, the genesis of this shit, man, was when me and Tim were doing comedy, and comedy was a real thing. We used to, uh, we had this idea for like over a year easily, because uh, we would always talk about this shit, chilling down at the spot, like at the back of the comedy club, trying to do like a music um, podcast. And, uh, what we wanted to do was like uh, review like old school hip hop, like albums and shit that meant a lot to us. Um, and I think it was Equemini was the first one we wanted to talk about. Yeah. Is that it? Yeah, yeah. Was it Equemini? Yeah. Or, and we were just like, oh, we'll talk about I it. I like, just whatever came out in 96. I mean, we both joined the military in 96 
and we did um i believe you did eight i did eight too so we came from different places but but the time frame the was the same we were in the military yeah we, we kind of eventually ended up listening to the same stuff so when i was in was, i had a lot of friends from the south but when you were in you had a lot of friends from the south too right yeah so it's 96 okay and um I knew I was going in the Air Force like the year before. Okay. So all my 12th grade year of high school, I graduated in 96. Um, I knew my, I knew as soon as I graduated a couple weeks later, I'm gone. Okay. And uh, I never, I'd never been on a plane. I never Me either. gone anywhere as far past like Pennsylvania or even Delaware. I just knew my little area. Right. And it was a yeah. crazy time because uh, from about 92 to 96, man, for me, hip hop was changing and I was into a lot of shit. And I was also a kid that was on. I was the backpack headphones kid. You know what I mean? Even in class, so, I put my head down. So who was you banging? <clears throat> who was so, you banging back then? Like in school so, on your on your own? Like, who did y'all listen to? So who I would bang? The album that changed everything for me probably was the first Wu-Tang album, right? Mm. And which was on heavy road. Like my 12th grade year was heavy rotation. But the album that was like I burned holes in and I bought multiple times because I lost the tape or somebody stole my shit or I wore it out was the one that we used for the, the little fucking uh, ad was that Raekwon tape. That was my shit. I think that's the mm, first tape I bought right. with my own money. You know what I mean? And right. I had the tape. I had. To, I didn't have the CD. I didn't get the CD till like three, four years later. I always had like a tape. You know what I mean? I remember yeah. I had a CD player, but by the time 12th grade or whatever, it had broke. I remember my mom bought it for me for Christmas, and the first two albums she bought me was uh, the Dog Pound album and uh, and Doggy Style. Mm. Cause she saw a cartoonist like album and knew Snoop Dogg, but she didn't know. So she, and I bumped the fuck uh, out of that. <laughs> hell that yeah. My, See, that was my shit. My mom would never buy me that shit. <clears throat> she bought me scat cat. That's the only rap album. My mom bought me was like a scat cat with Paul Abdul. Uh, we was banging the forever your in girl Texas. Album? No, it was Scat Cat. So Paul Abdul, I don't know how this came about. I don't know if she just came up with the idea. So let me dance with a cat. She was crazy. It was a cartoon. After, right? yeah, Scat Cat was a cartoon. That's the only rap album my mom would ever buy me. You I got bought a, a rap album. Bought, yeah, <laughs> no, I bought. So I bought an album, or I bought like a, a single. Remember singles? Mm-hmm. I bought a single. It was um. Growing up in the hood, Who after I saw Boys in the Hood, right? And this was like 90, 92 or 93 or whatever. I bought that shit, and I was listening to it. My mom heard it. She made me take it back. You want to so, hear some shit about that? I remember my debt. My brother, I think I bought it for him, or he bought it. Um, and my The Puff Daddy No Way Out CD. And now my dad's like a Which one is like, it? No Way Out. The first joint when like it's the whole family, P. Diddy and the family, like no way out. They got okay. all about the Benjamins on it. Um, 
And I remember I, my brother had that shit. And my dad is like a church dude and what you call it. And, um, and I remember my dad found that CD. It, my brother fucked around and left it in a little stereo player. My dad must have like hit it and oh. played it. He broke that shit into oh, a, man. <laughs> a million pieces. Oh, man. In the garage. Oh, he got his ass whooped, man. This motherfucker tried to fucking hide underneath a van. My dad pulled his ass out like he was a bad mechanic and by his legs. <laughs> no, what song could you? What song could your dad hear? That's Puff Daddy. Like, what song could he oh, hear? Dude, that whole where he was like, was "This agenda. is ridiculous." Oh, I got only gotta say is like one cuss word, man. Like, fuck something, pussy, and it's over. Oh, okay. you know what I mean? He liked that. Yeah, that was my shit. I he heard the Twister verse, and he was over. <laughs> it was pretty good, wasn't it? It was a good album. He man. had a good, like he had a, he had a good mix of folks, man. Um, one of the hottest, I think, Little Kim's verse on um, uh, all about the Benjamins. That's one of the only verses I would just. That's how you know a verse is good when it's a when it's a lady singing it and you still going down with everything <laughs> she's saying. Like, and you, you saying it yourself, and you raising the you ain't censoring your yourself. Wanna rubble with the B, huh? <laughs> you don't care. <laughs> That's how you know it's a good verse, man. It's only been a like few a times where I heard some verses from from women where I where I didn't censor myself and go, okay, well I don't say that. So it's it's ninety six. I'm jumping on a plane. I think I got all I have with me is the Raekwon album. I had a couple Damn. tapes. Like I was still recording off of the radio. You know what I'm saying? Damn. I had a couple tapes with me, and broke. I remember. Uh, yeah, I was. Yeah, man. And then we <laughs> left. Uh, so we get to San Antonio and you don't. I remember you don't. Um, you know how you got to give all your shit up. Yeah. Like at, uh, at basic training. So I give all my shit up. So yeah. I show up at basic training, dog. I don't know. Like, I don't know life. OK, so all I know is when you go somewhere, you got to represent. You know what I mean? Always. You know what I mean? So I show up the basic training dog with some jean shorts and some and some Timberland dress boots Damn. <laughs> and uh, like a boys to men shirt on. Like and as soon as I got Good off Lord. the fucking bus, dog, they were in my shit. And I was like right in the front. And one of the, I remember one of the drill instructors ran up on me and they was like, look at this motherfucker. Right. <laughs> And then they're like, so who, where are you from? And I'm like, I'm from Philly. I'm from Camden. They were like, where's Camden? I'm like, Philly. It's near Philly. And he was like, oh, so we got one of these boys, the men. And like three drill instructors get in my face and start singing. It's so hard to say goodbye to try to make me cry. Hilarious. Hilarious. Nigga, <laughs> <laughs> hey, drill sergeants, man, you, it's hard to be like a terrorist and be funny at the same time, but they pull it off, man. They oh, man. <laughs> too funny. I'll never forget they was doing that shit where they come behind you and start talking in the back of your ear and she'd be like, what are you doing here? Are you upset? Are you crazy? What's wrong? Yeah. You want to be here? You want to go home? You want to get on that bus? And then they just yell real loud to spook the shit out of you? Oh, man. Yeah. Now, it was a miserable time, man. And I remember... <laughs> He's yep, man. And the drill sergeants be like 26 years old, and you just be like, you'd be scared to death of these people. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you 19, 20. <laughs> I'm 17. Man. I'm Killing 17. 
Yeah, so I'm just like, oh, you were I really was young. comfortable though. I I wasn't scared. I was lonely, but I was comfortable because my dad used to be in my shit twenty four seven. My dad is a drill instructor. He was an army drill instructor. So like, if you oh, okay. ain't gonna hit me, dog, <laughs> this ain't yeah. shit. Because my dad make me yeah. do a left face and then bust my right face. <laughs> like I'm, I was used to that kind of shit. You know what I'm saying? And yeah, I never forget. I was in the military and it was getting rough a couple weeks in. you get lonely. You know what I mean? You don't get to talk to your family a lot. It's a lot of cats yeah. that I don't, I'm not, I'm quiet by nature. So it's a lot of cats that I'm meeting that I'm not I'm the twangs and the way they talk and how they carry them. I'm like, who is this? Like I'm from Philly. So everything is harsh. And you know what I mean? Who the fuck is you? Like, that's <laughs> like, that's who the fuck I am. And I never forget, I'm bugging out, like I'm kind of losing it, and I'm bugging out, and we in formation. And this is how like music means so much to you. We're in formation. I'm bugging out about five, six weeks in. Shit is rough. And I hear Street Dreams by Nas. Like oh, somebody's yeah. bumping that on bass. And that shit was the first time I felt good, and I felt like I was at home. Like, cause I was used to yeah. like being in the hood and every car got a system and every, every place you go to, you hear, you know what I mean? And I never right. forget. And then I got to, you get to spend money like your last couple of weeks. And then I just went insane at, at yeah, the no. fucking, at the BX, just buying everything. At the PX, yep. Yeah. Everything. The, everything. I got a folder. I put my- <laughs> <laughs> You're so happy you got a <laughs> You get a folder and put your CDs in, like I, you bought, yeah. or like you buy like some candy, and you think, like you, you can't, you the shit, you know what I'm saying? I'm untouchable, and, baby. I'm unt- Can't nobody tell me I'm a grown up, man. I'm a grown up. <laughs> Let me go to this formation for they, for they, for they yell at me. But I'm a grown up, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> what were they bumping? So when I left home, when I left in '96. I felt like so you when you, everybody where you coming from in ninety six, ninety six. I'm coming from Waco, Texas. Waco, Texas. Okay, right. Yep, right out of high school, I left with my dad to go work with him. He, <laughs> I worked with him for about a week, and he was like, "Look, this ain't gonna work." So <laughs> I went back. <laughs> my parents had gotten a divorce, so my dad lived. In the, in the house, and my mom moved me and my sister. We lived in an apartment near the mall, right? So it's just me and them through my whole, I think, senior year. And I'm jamming. This is when uh, Busta Rhymes came out with- um, The first album, Everything Remains Wrong. I think wrong. this was Busta Rhymes' first album. Yeah, The Coming, yep. I think. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I make sure everything. I had that single- with him and um old dirty bastard with that remix on there okay uh but i'm jamming out to that shit and i'm like look i gotta do something because i go back home after my dad kicks me out of you know we were in houston and i'm just in the house in the old house that i grew up in nobody there i didn't have a job i didn't have shit I was just what's bumping in Houston in '96. That's um, that's I mean, what's bumping in the South in '96? That's the South specific, basically. So we listened to 
we listen to mostly South shit and West Coast shit. What's South so shit? So it though? was E40. It was, oh, South shit is UGK. Master P had just came out. Master P is that what like, the uh, old ice cream man? That's his third album. Shit. Okay, the ice cream man had just come out, and everybody was bumping that. Everybody was bumping ice cream man, and um, that was right. I think that was after UGK came out, and everybody was bumping UGK. Everybody was bumping uh, diamonds up against that wood. Everybody, and um. Eight Ball and MJG, they talked. I, I see that in the chat right here. Outcast, that was before. That was like 94, 95. 96, man, it was all UGK. It was uh, Suave House. Tila was my all shit. Show Enough Tila. was my shit. So oh, my, my, dude, my homie from shit. Alabama put me on the Suave House. So 96, yeah. I joined the military, and we go through basic training. Um, and you know how basic training is. Sometimes you you uh, stay on with the people that you with with basic training. But a lot of times you that's just people that play a part in your life for like three, four months. You know what I'm saying? So then I go to yeah. bait. No, then I go to San Angelo, Texas for my training. Right. And again, when you in basic okay. training, they don't you, you don't get to get off the fucking base. Right. But then when you go to train at your school. You get to, yeah. it's like going to college, kind of, right? I'm learning my craft. I'm learning my trade, my job. Yeah. And I'm in San Angelo, Texas, which is like motherfucking Mars to me. You know what I mean? Yeah, I bet. Like, yeah. Like, I don't know no shit like this. And um, and I start meeting cats and I meet my one, I meet two very, very close friends to me in basic training. And it's my homie, uh, Mitch. He from Alabama. I ain't never met a right. motherfucker from Alabama, right? I never right. forget the first time this homie told me some shit. Like we were sharing stories about where we was from, and he was like, "That's when I started hearing about like racism in the South, because racism in the East is totally different." You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, it's subtle. Yeah, and it's more territorial. Where in the South, it's just black right. and white. You know what I mean? And I never forget my man was telling me some shit like, "Yeah, man, when we be in the South, like." If you walk down, he was like, my friends walk down someplace and shit. And he was like, where do black people hang out? And he was like, these white people on the porch was like, you see that tree right there? And I was like, what? That fuck, that shit is real? And he was like, yeah, man, it's real. And he becomes my, my one of my close mm -hmm. friends, right? And he's, I'm, now I'm starting to get introduced to shit from the South. Like, Suave House. Like Show enough was my shit. Yeah, Suave House. Do -do -do. And 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 that I'm, dog, those I, little sounds, those little goofy ass sounds. I don't know why sounds, that song though, hits like pleasant. it does. Yeah. It is, man. It sounds like and, some real pimp shit. It's it sounds like that's some real pimp ass shit. So like, yeah. and it makes sense about the time because like hip hop is kind of changing. The East Coast ain't on the top of the map at that time. You know what I'm saying? Like the West yeah. Coast is everything. Common talked about that. You know what I mean? Like the West Coast is the whole shit right now. You start yep. to slowly hear some of the South. Outcast is now kind of the face of the Outcast South for is a the lot loudest of people, voice. right? And I'm I'm digging it because I'm a kid that normally just sits in my house in the hood because we wasn't. You know what I mean? To stay safe, you stay home, right? So I'm 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 digging Outcast and I the, a couple little things, but it got to be mainstream. It got to be on Rap City top ten. You know what I mean? 
It got to be on okay. something that I could see or maybe in the source. Right. I got to read about it. I'm not hearing it. They're not playing none of that shit on like Philly radio and shit like right. that. You know what I mean? So like when what did I they first play heard, up there? Like what did you first hear? It's just like all East Coast shit, man. It's just like just whatever East Coast. A lot of that's when like hip hop and R&B like rapping and, and, and having like a being on the remix is kind of tight. And like Biggie is the shit. Ready to die is out. Of course. You know what I mean? Nas That's is so out. Everybody listened to that. Like we was we listened to that. We listened to Tupac. Um, I listened to Wu Tang for some reason. I don't know how I got Wu Tang, but I listened to 36 Chambers when I was, I think, my 36. senior year. That was my whole shit. I was Fuji's is banging heavy at, yep. at the time. That was another one of my shit. Um, I was in the mystical because I, I saw him on Rap City Top 10 and I never forget my boys Rashidi and Allende. Oh, you know what I mean? My neighbors are they used to give me legendary. shit because they're like, why you like that shit? The motherfucker be like, and I, I loved it, right? I was like, it was different. He had a whole different style, man. That first, if you listen to that first mystical album, man, he had a whole different style. Like he was, see, he was, I can't singing, get those albums. Kind of. You can't find them or you can't I'm get not them. Looking, or you yeah, couldn't they, find they, them. It, and they're not stocking them at like when you had to go to like Sam Goody or the wall or whatever the fuck you would go buy. And if it's at yeah. the bodega or some shit or where a corner store where you buy CDs from or bootlegs, they ain't got no shit from the South. You know what I mean? Because I'm, yeah, it's, it's, I'm, I'm deep in the East Coast. So when I get to right. Texas, I start meeting all these cats, man, and I'm gravitating to all these dudes. Right. And. I'm eating cats from the Midwest, you know what I mean, which is a whole different style. And these motherfuckers put me on to like Pope, like uh, do or die. And I'm listening to Crucial Conflict. Yep. And um, you yep. know what I mean? And I went through a whole phase where me and my friends would get drunk. And if it, that motherfucker smoking on here and we bumping into each other. and, and <laughs> <laughs> Boing. <laughs> That's another song with weird phone. boing. <laughs> It's but I like this dude. pimp Any... shit, man. I like yeah. that pimp shit. I like, like, do you want to rock? I like showing up. I like just, I'm starting to dig the fuck out of this shit right now. You know what I'm saying? It's a groove. It's a different, it's a different kind of groove, man. But I like that East Coast shit. When I started really listening, like, I didn't listen to heavy East Coast until I got in um, AIT. So I went from, uh, yeah, Unpredictable. Unpredictable was Mystical's, uh, best album but his first album was um shit I, I can't remember but uh the man right here was on that one the man right um, here is the first shit because i heard that shit on um bet rap city it was like this motherfucker yeah. was like in number seven you was like boom, boom, and i was like yo who is yeah. this dude yeah but I man that hit you shit. yeah that shit hit you but um the east coast shit that i will listen to so when you got to AIT, right, did you have something where you were – so you first get to AIT right out of, right after basic training. You yeah. have to go through what is like um, – you have to get your civilian clothes. That was a big thing. Like you have to learn – we had to learn all the ranks in the military, and then we took a test, and then they gave us our civilian clothes. Oh, see, now they and then we can go like off post. Like we graduated, they gave us our shit. I couldn't fit anything that I wore to the military because I went. I had a growth spurt and basically because to be on, I would only eat like one time a day. Like 
and I'm eating three times a day. I had like a little gut. I might have to post some pictures and shit. Like I got bigger. I weighed 130 pounds when I joined the military. 135 is on my ID. And by the time I left, by the end of that summer, I was like 165. Like I was just like I was a different dude. And then we get there and I remember um, I got to buy somebody. Maybe look it up. I might be wrong, but I could swear that one of the tapes I had listening on the bus drive to San Angelo, Texas, which was a couple hour drive. I had the Nutty Professor soundtrack. I want to say that's the soundtrack that I had Um, because Touched Me, Tease Me was on that. And so was Foxy Brown with Jay-Z, because at that time, Jay-Z's not super on my radar. You know what I mean? He's not the guy. Nas Jay-Z, is my guy. Not yet. Yeah. Jay-Z came out in 96. Uh, Reasonable Doubt came out in 96. But uh, yeah, Touch Me, Tease Me, that was the song of the summer. Yes. While while I was getting while I was getting ready to get ready for the army. Like I had two jobs before I joined the army. And Foxy Brown was and, bigger than Jay-Z on the and song. Foxy that they Brown were on. was bigger than Jay-Z. Right. So mm-hmm. like he's not my um, guy. You know what I mean? At the time, no. I think he's not a lot of guys. Which I'm called. I always compare it. That I look at mm. it now and that I'm looking at it is that for me, Nas is LeBron on this note, because he was a prodigy. You knew I, if you are from the East coast, I knew about Nas from mixtapes, but I also like when I heard him live at the barbecue, everybody's like, who's this fucking 16 year old. That's incredible. You know what I mean? Yeah. And to me, Jay-Z is Tom Brady. He's a guy that has some flow. Older dude. A little bit older dude. You know what I mean? He get drafted in the seventh round. He's with Foxy. Everybody else kind of outshines him, but he's building momentum. You yeah, know what I'm saying when and, I listen uh, to old Jay Z, like when he, from freestyling, I don't really like his yeah, old style. It's, like, it's that jazz style. Of very... I, I don't like none of that shit. But I love, I love my favorite. He's my top, my favorite rapper of all time. But I don't like the old freestyles. I don't like any of that shit. So I, I got that. Nas Did he tape. steal I... Nas's style? Is that what happened? I, I don't really know. I just think it's just that's a whole nother thing. And we'll get down a rabbit hole for it. But um, I got the Nas tape. I got Touch Me, Tease Me because that had a couple bangers on that album. Yep. Um, what else yeah, do I have? I got the Fuji the soundtrack. I got the, the score because that's another banger. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's also yeah. one of the best albums from beginning to end because of the skits. Because people remember when skits were a big part of records, like it'd be funny oh, yeah. or make you laugh, or it was like a movie, right? Type, um, which I'm caught. And so I got those three tapes, or build up the next, or set up the next song, set up the next song. And um, I'm rocking yeah. that shit. And I got my Wu Tang, you know what I mean? Because the enter the 36 Chamber album is just like a fucking classic, it's a beginning to end. You can play every song, and it's just the shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. Plus, I'm an angry dude still at that time. Yeah, yeah. So I that's yeah. my shit. Like, and it's gonna be a recurring it theme plays on anything we talk about. If it makes right. me angry, I fucking dog. love it. You know what I mean? If it fit, if it feeds your anger, dog. I was riding in the car and I was listening. Somebody put unpredictable in there. It's funny. I was listening to Mysticals, like all of his albums back to back, just different songs. Every smoke song. Remember when Mystical would put a smoke song on every album? 
I was sweating by the time I got out of my car. I was in the air conditioning. I was sweating just from like, oh shit. Remember jump from uh jump is from uh, I think the the Fast and Furious soundtrack or something. But um that song, that unpredictable, I think that's the first mystical album on No Limit Records. That's when okay, he was trying so, to make a name for himself. So and I'm in um, what, let, let me see if do I remember when No Limit kind of shows up on my radar. I want to say No Limit shows up on my radar around the end of 97, 98. It's 98 is like when No Limit is really on my radar, radar, where I'm part yeah. of the No Limit orbit. Like, I'm, I fuck with No Limit, except Silk the Shocker. But I fuck with everybody. I know, else. dog. On so no the shocker was trash. This nigga was terrible, dog. <laughs> but, dog, so we were. It's like you had a handicapped brother, and you just be like, "Yo, just talk on the mic yeah. for a little bit." It, it, go, go make a platinum album. You know, it's his second album went platinum, right? Just for that one damn song. Ain't my fault. Just for it ain't my fault because here's what people don't talk about when it comes to Master P, right? I saw the documentary. All of his, uh, like anybody he put out, cousins, his mama made an album, just all these people in his family made albums, and they all went platinum because he didn't have a single. He didn't put out singles. If you wanted that soldier song, you which everybody wanted, if you wanted that soldier song, you had to buy that whole fucking album. So he got us. And I had every one of them, man. I didn't get Silk's first album, but I got his second one, and everybody had that shit. In that little Case Logic disc book, everybody had them shits. Everybody had a Case Logic book, man. Either a little yep. small one, or you the had little a one, yep. flip one that you was just and you just hear yeah. all this. <laughs> well, you, you start. You, you put the you, and you waste some of the fucking sleeves because you got to put the yeah. album cover in it and shit. You see, yeah, look special. And if a motherfucker puts your shit in the wrong, yo, why the fuck is my red man yo. CD in the Fuji's binder? That's why I don't let you use shit, dog. Dog, you can't. You can't put. It's in. It's some people were so OCD. We had like I had all Master P up front. All No Limit was up front, and then. And the it, after that was Hot Boys. After that was um, Cash Money, and then after that was whoever you know, East Coast. So, and then R and B was way in the back. R and B was like the last one page, four four spots for R and B. And it's funny because ninety six is a weird year too because I'm maybe I'm wrong, but for me ninety six was a heavy R and B hip hop year in my opinion, right? And I say this because what do you mean, like the mix, the they are just like the songs and who like I remember I was bumping Mary J. Blige's second album was in heavy rotation during that. Uh, the My Life what song, the whole fucking album, dog. That was a decent that was a tight album, though. If you really if you can listen to that album back to back, man. So I had a cat it, that I was with in AIT from he was from Chicago. And he, you know how you had them dudes that would always listen to music to go to sleep? Yeah. My roommate, he would to listen like to that. that. Yeah, he would listen to that or he would listen to 112. Like yeah. the first 112. Bruh. I, listen, dog. That 112 album was I was a trifling ass motherfucker to that 112 album, man. Yeah, yeah. That shit was like the first. Remember, so, so it's 96. 
We get sent to San Angelo, Texas. I think I'm there starting in September, right? We got to get to faith, too, because my man just put in faith, too. We got to talk about faith because I was a piece of shit to that one. Go ahead. I was a piece of shit to faith, too. And also my <laughs> the, the girl that I went to the senior prom with, she looked like faith. Oh, right? shit. Right. So um, it's funny because uh, I'm in the shit and. <laughs> right. So it's. <laughs> I lost track just thinking about just had a flashback of this stupid, this stupidity of that time frame. Like Genuine's yep. pony is out. Oh, you know what God. I mean? Because we're in, you know, when you're in the dorms, you had a, a base club, right? So if yeah, you yeah, ain't yeah. never been in the military, right? Um, the biggest, to, to cut a fucking, make a long story short, when you go to a base, it's a fucking whole, it's a whole community. If you never went outside the fucking gate, you wouldn't ha ever have to go outside the fucking gate. You don't have you to. You can get your food. You, you can to. get your clothes. You could get yep. whatever the fuck. You could go to the movies. You can play ball. Yep. Like it's just it's your it's this own little community. And then you go to the Friday nights. You go to the club on base, and I never like on the club NCO on base, club, the NCO club, and it's all hip hop is changing, and it's about fun and it's about partying, right? You got the Quad City DJs is on the fuck coming ride a train like you got oh genuine God. pony. You got uh you got um oh what the fuck is the other shit you you still playing Biggie one more chance when and that comes on and people lose their fucking minds. You know what I mean? Um, you got yeah. a lot of shit going on. So I'm still I'm still in between. I, I like both. I'm a very big hip hop. You know what I mean? One twelve. You got Total came out around that time. Um, yes, is fuck around that time. Uh, so it's a lot of you know, what I mean, I'm starting to I'm listening to that shit, but my homies from like the south are starting to spin me up. Like, yo, I, I didn't rock with the first bout it bout it song when I heard it. I liked the beat, but Master P was I, I didn't warm up to it right off the bat. You know what I mean? The second I, song, the second bout about it has a lot more energy to it. It's something about that second bout about it where you go, I'm about it. I'm about it, but it's it's a little <laughs> bit different, man. That first one, so that first battle battle was on the true album. The true album was with him and his brothers, C Murder, and I think um uh Silk. <laughs> but uh that first battle, and it was that song, and it was what and uh I'm a hustler. That's what hustlers do. That that's what Master P used to always be like. He would go high and then he would go, and ain't nobody got shit up on my yeah. neighborhood. <laughs> Heat dog. Master P, when he first came, when he first came out, if you listen to that old Master P, I wish he would go back to rapping like that, like after No Limit fell apart or whatever. Cause he started doing this different kind of rap shit. If he went back to that old, like that album cover for the ghettos trying to kill me, is some girl naked on top of him, right? Just that raw, that, like Master P, <laughs> he came a long fucking way, right? But that dog, that second album, that 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 second bout about it, and every song on there was like he had just kind of figured out, oh, this is how I need to do it. Time to check my crack house, my crack house, my crack. That shit right there, it, it dog, it made me want to sell drugs, man. I was, I that was shit like, made yo. Me want that's how I started bonding with dudes that I didn't know because then I started realizing yep. hoods is all the same. 
They just got a different swag yep. to them. You know what I'm saying? So yep. like I'm coming from the East Coast and I'm thinking I'm so everything's so super grimy and it's so this and that. And then you meet these cats from Houston. You meet these cats from New Orleans. You meet these cats from like all and they are bumping to the same shit, the same like scenarios and terminology and, 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 and environments that you came from. But like you said, it's just their shit is different. It's Instead different. of like wow, a Toyota Corolla accent. in my hood yeah. bumping the shit, they bumping it in a in a Cadillac. You know what I mean? Or yeah. a, a Continental or some shit. You know what I mean? Sitting yeah. on some Dayton's, and I ain't never seen Dayton's before in my life until I left. Yep. You know what yep. I mean? New Jersey and shit like Folks. that. Yep. You sent because you, you sent me, uh, you sent me a picture, and the picture had everything, uh, all the albums that dropped in 96 that were uh, or at least a big grouping of albums and I, i'm gonna rattle them off real quick uh so in 96 we got Nas's second album drops you got the muddy waters album drops fuji's you got the jay-z reasonable doubt album which again is a banger but again jay-z's not my guy so it's not resonating so huge not yet at the time it took a uh, while it took a it while took a for while. people to listen to jay-z and my favorite yeah. track on reasonable doubt is feeling it that's my number one song out of off of that album is the feeling it song and then you got um you got the iron man album so raekwon come like ghostface comes out pretty much right after because ghostface is on raekwon's no. album and the momentum is huge that's the one okay so when you went to basic training did you go to something called reception battalion do they have that in the air force I don't know what that is. Like for it's, us, it was okay. So right when you get there, right when you get there, you get to like there's a there's a moment from when you go from a civilian reception battalion for the army is where you get your hair cut off, and they okay. give you all of your yeah, yeah, clothes, yeah, 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 yeah. TA50, all that shit, and then they put you on a truck, and then you go to basic. Like they have the drill sergeant is on the truck not saying shit until you cross the tracks and he's yelling at your ass right after that. But reception battalion, everybody had their music. Everybody had all of their shit. So that was oh, one so of the albums that super the people was bumping. And then, and then shook your whole fucking no, no, they world just, up. They just said, they just said, look, it's going to change. You know, <laughs> keep, keep your whatever. They're trying to, they're slowly, you know, trying to indoctrinate you into the lifestyle. But you know, they it wasn't it wasn't as subtle as they thought. And it then they like, start yelling at you. Is like everybody okay? It better shit. be. Yeah. Oh yeah. I got yelled at because I didn't have my field jacket zipped up. I just ran out of the barracks, running trying to catch formation. Like, what the fuck are you doing? What's your name? Get out in the cold, Oklahoma. I went to I went from uh, Waco to Lawton, Oklahoma, Fort Sill. So there's you you sent me the picture and there's two albums that I want to talk about because but there's one album oh Mob Deep Hell on Earth came out uh Outcast yep. Atlians came Mob out Mob Deep Yep ATLs yep that's what uh, Machiavelli's uh, coming out at the end about. or the beginning uh, I don't think Machiavelli's out at which that one time. Machiavelli two which one shit. I'm not a huge Tupac Machiavelli fan. was out when I was in school Michael Machiavelli came out. That was also in the summer, right? So oh, it was 96? Machiavelli that came out. I bought them 96. I bought them both. I bought Machiavelli. And then there was a there was an album called, I think the Bone Thugs and Harmony album dropped right after. Um, because I bought them both at the same time. 
And it was the one that nobody listened to. It was the Bone Thugs and Harmony album. It was like Bone Thugs Family or some shit. <laughs> nobody listened to that shit. And a but very slept on that album one? during that time is Little Kim's hardcore album. Have you have you ever listened no. to that album from beginning to the end? Hell yeah, it's fire. I think that Queen was Bitch is one of the best albums, one of the best records by any female. Uh, here I go saying female because no. we started talking about military shit, and now you see you're saying you female. But look, yeah, but look, that album too, right? So I was seeing this girl, and I had I had that album, um, hardcore. That drug song, I love the beat on the drug on on the uh, drugs. It had um uh big on the hook, but that queen bitch song, dog. That's I my mean, shit. yeah, dog. I want to wear a that fucking right robe there. and put a bra on and some panties and just stand like <laughs> like they do. You know what I mean, dog. <laughs> and just, and just be like with Peter Piper, Peck, you know what I mean. That, I was just like, what the fuck is going on? But right so now. what was her deal? Like, I mean, as an East Coast dude, you know, I heard all kind of rumors about who was writing whose shit. Like Jay-Z was writing Foxy Brown. See, we stuff. didn't I, I, was I Biggie never writing into, for Lil' Kim or maybe, was she but or was he I think what for us and for me for Lil' Kim is that you never heard you never heard a, a lady rapper, like, a girl rapper come out of nowhere no. like that. Like you no. heard MC Light or you heard Queen Latifah and they're going, you and I T. And she telling you, you know what I mean? You mean I got buffoon eating my pussy while I'm watching cartoons. And I'm just like, yeah, I threw my shit yeah. down. Like, what the fuck? What? Yeah. I mean, I wish we could play music right now because I'll that's enough. That shit would get me hype. That shit. Yeah. I'm telling you, man, if this catches on, I think we should do we should do an after party and then just oh, play the song. This is what we was talking about. Yep. Yeah, yeah, take it offline and do it just a private listening. So yeah, um, we could keep transitioning because so, so ninety-six. But go back to faith right quick. Go back so, to faith right quick. Because I want to hear faith comes out of my dirtbaggery. <laughs> uh, uh, tell your dirtbaggery for sing, faith. I used to sing that shit to this girl. Um oh, no. I can't remember what song it was. Was it as soon as I get uh, home? You know how you or... sing. You know how you you know how when you're on the phone. Yep. Yep. It was that song. <laughs> it was that song. I remember that shit. I didn't sing the chorus. I just sang the verse, though. But you know how your voice, you know how you laying down. And she's like, sing to me. <laughs> and I was like, if I... <laughs> <laughs> she was like, "You have such a pretty voice." <laughs> and then I left for the army. <laughs> I never forget. I, I used to have a roommate, and then uh, I used to tell my roommate, "Like, listen, if you hear one twelve playing in my room, don't come in my fucking room, dog. You gotta wait." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what was you doing? Be looking this at a motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't a singer, dog. We all did it. But I was I was a <laughs> emo type dude. Like I showed my emotions through my face. And I'm the Oh my god. Now that we're done. What are you oh doing? Oh my god. Looking at somebody with my chain hanging down. <laughs> dog, it's two places. It's two places niggas get 
if like if they can't sing, it's two places where we get the gall to sing: the shower and when it's late at night and you in bed, man. If any any woman that like any girl back then could get you to sing to them, if you was talking on the phone late at night and you ain't had nothing else to say, they go sing to me. Your ass would be singing that damn song. I bet. Cupid doesn't, <laughs> doesn't lie, <laughs> but you want to unless you. Did you do the beat too? That's when I break my shoulders, get real tight, and put both hands. Yeah, like you're doing a push up right over the top of them, and you're just looking at them in the face, <laughs> timing your shit. And that dude, sound, he sounded like a baby, man. That dude. If you don't know that I'll cheat on you, <laughs> what does it mean? That dude, man. I don't know how old they were. I think his name is Yancey. Young and or shit. Slim. Or is his name shit? Yancey? Or Slim Yance? I don't know. They all but... got a nigga named Slim in the group, man. <laughs> that was my <laughs> shit. We got man. it. The only Enough time Slims. I was more trifling was when Drew Hill came out. Then oh I was yeah, super man. trifling. Dog, but, uh, Drew Hill talked about some scandalous shit, man. The group, but, not Cisco. Cisco took it to a different place, but the group. <laughs> Come on, man, sleeping in my bed. Oh man, that that that's not like shit, some old man, man oh, shit. Somebody cry, sleeping dog. in my bed, blessing <laughs> with my head, taking my place. Man, oh, uh, yep, it's Slim. Slim had the baby face yodel, man. So, yeah, okay. So, in the 96, the I'm still in Texas. Yodel. I'm about a couple months away from graduating my school. And early, how long, 90s, was, how long was AIT? So, my school Damn. was like six, seven months long. It was a longer technical school. Some people, yeah, yeah mine I was, like, it was like six. And then, um, was like nine, I, ten. Get, I go to Vegas. Oh, right, fuck. I guess I go to Vegas. Somebody tell me when DMX's first album came out. It's ninety seven, right, or late ninety six. I want to say ninety eight. Really, ninety eight, ninety nine. Yeah, I think so. So I think I was at. I went to Basic. My AIT was in Florida. Um, that was ten months, and then I went to North Carolina, and I think that's when I first started hearing about DMX. All right, so it's 97. We might have to leave DMX for another uh another or well, maybe we could talk about it. Um so 97, I'm hitting in Vegas. Uh fuck, what the hell is bumping and what's bumping in 97? You I I will send it over to you. I want to look up something real quick for 97. 97? Yeah. 97, 90, so mid to early 97. That was before Master P, right? 97? Uh, like the, the so. huge hits from Master P. Right, or so I 90, wasn't listening okay. to it well. Here we go. 97. Let's uh, and I we all right off the top. No way out. That's the Puffy album coming yeah, out. Yeah, Puffy. Big dies, that's right. That was AIT. Right? Yeah, I remember right? that. Yeah. So you got Wu Tang Forever comes out, right? And also yep. it, then you have Timberland and Missy start coming on the scene, and you got Aaliyah at the same time. This is when soundtracks, oh, hold the up. movies are the shit. You know what I mean? Right. The soul. You know what soundtrack. else came out? Uh. So what happened in '96 was Tupac released um, "All Eyes on Me," 
and then Machiavelli, and then Biggie released his double album. You're right. You're Was right. it Life After Death or oh, Ready geez. to Die or something like that? 97 is a fucking crazy. So check it out. So you got 97. It's crazy got, too. 96, 97 is crazy. Volume one. You got KRS-One's yep. I Got Next. You got the infamous Mob Deep the album. Oh you my got, God. You got Uptown Saturday Night by Camp Low, which is just like a super classic slept on album, but probably only a lot of cats from the East Coast. Uptown Saturday Night has Lucini. This is it on it. Lucini, um, that's the only song I knew. Lucini. That's probably the only song I know, but that's an album you can listen from beginning to end. And every every really? beat on that album is fucking ridiculous. Yes. Yes. Damn. Even if you're not into their like kind of cinema flow, that yeah. fucking album is crazy. Then you got Harlem World drops. Mace's. See, I'm oh, I'm, I'm that yeah. guy. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm in the I club. fuck with Mace, man. I'm about I fuck partying. with Mace that first album. You know what I mean? I'm I'm yeah. I'm I'm listening to the like my motherfucking also I listen I'm a big 80s music fan. So um when the fucking puffy let uh dropped that uh the what was it not been around the world um what's the joint with the David Bowie hook on it? Um, oh uh been around the world and I yeah yeah no no that no, trick no, no, what no. makes who that ain't what makes do got a lot of girls that would love to replace you say it to a say Say it to your face, boo, not behind your back. Yeah, that's it. That's that Dave, David Boy. Uh, he just did it slower, I think. Okay, you might be he right. The, might, but there's the, the he other made the one. sample one slower. My man is like, and I got a Benz that I ain't even drove yet. <laughs> I never forget. That's when What's the motherfucker you you be in the club and they be like, and then everybody starts got watches on. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know what. <laughs> you got master. Oh, wait a minute. No, that's not that song. Damn, man. I, that's you take uh, over real quick. I'll pull out the whole album because No Way uh, Out to Me is it? the album of 97. It sets the entire tone. It's It lets you know that Puffy's about yeah. to take over the world. You know it's what I mean? It's done. It's over with. It's done. He had it's, that song. It, it's the beginning of shiny suit era. It's the beginning yeah. of bling. It's beginning yeah. of it's it sets the tone for all of us. How I look. It's how not I more dress. money, more problems. It, it's uh, I think it's no way out. It's, it's the uh, um the locks is coming out during that time. Yeah, like the locks came they, out. They, they own the entire fucking planet, and the locks yep. is a good segue because then when you hear yep. the locks, you hear that That's money. You hear power DMX. Respect. And then you hear, yeah. stay out the door. And I lose yeah. my shit. He becomes. You know, a slept on verse? Person. Yeah. That, uh, that verse by DMX on 24 Hours to Live. Yes. That's, that's a, slept a slept on, on verse, man. That's a, that's a slept on whole track. Cause I got Black Rob yeah. on it. That's Woe comes out yep. during that time. Um, 24 Mace is on that joint at the time. Um, then you got DMX on it. I think the locks yep. is on it too, as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was just those four, or what is it? Just those five. I forgot about Black Rob. He had that Everybody song, I Dare You. Black I don't Rob. know when that came out. I dare I know, you. Man. I like Black Rob, though. I dare you. 
<laughs> I and then he was like, whoa. To the Y'all didn't like that song? Whoa. That's when Black Rob <laughs> dropped that eight minute whoa remix and it had everybody on it. Do you remember that? Everybody shit? on it. Yes. See, that was for Bragg. So that was like 98, 97, 98. No, 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 98, 99. That right, shit. I'm going to pull up this whole crazy. No Way but Out yeah, album. They had, it had about 20 songs on it. And every so song I'm, from Victory to okay, so um Victory is the second track on that. Banger. The second Absolute song, banger. yeah. You know what I mean? The Lose song with ship. Twister on it. Come on. Been man. around the world is on there. Is that what you're gonna That's do? The, uh, number eleven. Mama told me one what day it was gonna, gonna happen, happen, but you never told me when. Nigga, that shit was <laughs> I can never watch this old die, but if you manage to be too fly. And then they fucked it up because he had uh, another No, that's album not 11. The, that's that pen. That's it. Is this the end? Just been let go. <laughs> Is this the end? I just don't know. Jesus, man. That got all about the Benjamins. Got Is this the end? It all got uh, Senorita on. It got I'll be missing you. It's Can't Nobody Hold Me Down. Can't Nobody Take oh, My right. Pride. That is yep, that's the one. It, that's that the sets one. the whole... Because like I said, everyone... Because that's the first time now that my group of friends are diverse and all over the map. And when we go somewhere, the only other thing that I during that time period that I can say that's an album that if I was with black, white, wherever the fuck you came from, if you was from South Carolina, if you was from Washington state, if you was from wherever, the only other album I could say does that was the chronic album. That was the first time I knew I saw white girls from like, uh, South Carolina knew every verse to like, uh, Dre day. You know what I mean? Every, yeah. every the entire album. Cause it, it translated from coast to coast for yeah. me and just yeah. to kind of go out take a the chronic is the best hip-hop album of all time to me just and i mean it's everything it's the way it sounds top to bottom you mean top to bottom you know what i mean listen man bitches ain't shit is a almost a throwaway track and that is one of the tightest beats you will ever hear in your for headphones in your drums ear on that shit yeah crazy man the drums on that Yep, that's the, what if I if I do uh if I ever have a comedy special, I think that's the shit that I come out to, man. Yeah, bitches ain't shit, but hoes and trick. Yeah, and that's hi hat at the end caps it. And I think that's when um that album helps introduce a lot of people to sonically to the way that you listen to hip hop. Um, yeah, you know what I mean. Just sounds dope. You know what I mean? Like it's about yeah, no. the instruments. It's about the beat. Somebody put Doggy Styles are better than the Chronic. Ah, uh-uh. nah, bro. The Chronic is better than Doggy Style. It just. Oh, uh, we're gonna get into an argument, probably. For me, for me, it was Doggy. For me, it was Doggy Style. But I listened to the uh, the Chronic I, later. I haven't listened to the Doggy Style like, no, forever. The Chronic was better for me as I got older. The it's but a, doggy style for, for my age, I went to that one because Snoop Dogg was 22, 23. All he talked about was fun and bitches and weed. <laughs> like, 
high po- I don't know what high power means. I don't understand. That's all you need. Like fun bitches. That's and all I was thinking about. That's all I was trying to do. How do you get bitches in weed? Let me listen to this music. That, but that song, come on, man. That song would corrupt. And that's, that's when song, you know. That's and that's when, like, women well, are as that problematic fault. as you D-O-double are. Double D, nigga. See you, double. What's that? That's when you find out, again? like, women during that time are just as problematic as you do. Because I don't know where the fuck, wherever yeah. the fuck you were at, if you knew that Snoop Dogg, Snoop Dogg album came on when, uh, let me pull up the track real quick. Um, my shit. Uh, hold on real quick. Snoop Dogg. Doggy style. That corrupt verse on that. Uh, to all my niggas and my bitches. My bitches. Your- wave your motherfucking fingers in the air. I was 18. That's all I needed to hear. Like we don't give a like fuck. Like we don't give a fuck. Throw your motherfucking fingers. <laughs> you headed my way. Nigga, you best to hear that you turn quick. So what's happening? I'm ca- and. They Ain't had no fun, the man. Lady of Range on there, too. Yep. That was Ain't a no track. Fun. You wouldn't hear it nowhere, but if you was at a house party and fucking... Oh, yeah. And that shit came yep. on, every, and everybody singing with a red cup. You know yep. what I'm saying? <laughs> when I met you last night, baby. Night, baby. Before you opened that, uh, up your gap. It's a trifling that, uh, uh, ass song from beginning to end. Trifling song. But dog, the other thing that kind of did it for me with the Snoop Dogg album was uh with so much drama in the LBC, it had Tad out. Do you remember Ricky Harris? Yes, yes. They had yep. a character associated with the he was I mean, on for all me, the skits and shit. It was all the skits, right? He had that song, he was on the um I'm gonna give the uh, chronic and I run this motherfucker. My name is Tad Al. Listen. Yeah, yeah, you yeah, gotta yeah. give it a full. Oh, because they did it like, uh, like doing my comedy clubs and shit. Guess yeah. who's in the motherfucking house? Guess who's back in the motherfucking house with a fat dick for your motherfucking your motherfucking mouth? mouth. Oh. <laughs> DJ Easy Dick. That, that shit just talked to me. Oh, uh, y'all might be turning me around on this shit. Y'all might be turning me around on this doggy style oh, shit. Oh man, you gotta hear that. And oh. later in the song too, it it had um. What's that song? Uh, I think they took it off though. Sam, Sam. my name is Sam. Bitch, you better recognize. Yes, Sam Sneed. Oh, let me pull up the track. Oh, so now we'll we'll, we could. I think we're gonna have to come back to that another day. D's nuts was on uh, the Chronic album. (laughs) Hey, hey, when warranty was like, hey, (laughs) the D's, y'all check my D's. We're like D's nuts, (laughs) and that That had the twenty thousand dollar sack pyramid on it. Yeah, that shit was old school NWA though. If you ever heard an NWA album, like it had those playful skits on it. Um, I don't know, man. Doggy Style was just a little bit different. Um, but let's go back. And then, we, uh, we, we, we getting down the rabbit hole. Let's go back to '97. No, 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 because it at least it least so that was the first album from Snoop Dogg, which was crazy. Everybody had that shit. Okay. Then I went to Basic Training. Okay. And for some reason. So I didn't hear music when I was in basic. I heard no music. And then for some reason, we were on a bus. I think we were coming from the range or some shit and it was raining. So they put us on the bus. I had some pussy ass basic training shit, right? We were on a bus. The bus driver was listening to Snoop Dogg's second album. You remember what that one was called? No. Was that the Dog Father album? Yep. And what's on the Dog Father album? I don't don't know a song from that album. 
Right. Not All I remember is that he looked like a Doberman pincher on the front. On he looked. <laughs> <laughs> and he had that long ass hair, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> so I think for he's me, beefing he with off. Dre by then. I think Dre's Maybe. on like is way out, you know what I mean? And and Tupac is coming in the in the death row. So that I think that's a dog. I think that album is Snoop with no direction, if I'm not mistaken. Like, like Dre's not in his back pocket, you know what I mean? It has some no. bangers on it. We probably sick hear it, but um, yeah. Somebody so because he, he might in the, in the comments or no, but so what else? That got, uh, I think if you listen, early if you 90s, watch that, I'm sorry. Go ahead. If you watch that No Limit uh, uh, documentary, Snoop Dogg was kind of lost in, during some of those years, man. Like '97 to uh, like '99, 2000. He was kind you're of lost, man. Yeah, you're 100% yeah, correct. Left. So Dre Tupac left. Died. Jason says Dre left and Tupac right. had died. So, uh, so let's so, talk about that real quick. Snoop that's Dog. March of 97, correct? March of 97 is a really... That's, okay. I think that's when Big gets killed. Am I, am I not? Right? Somebody they kill let right, us know in the chat. They right? get killed back to back. Yeah. So it's like March of 97. That's when... And I remember that shit affected a lot. That's when the first time I seen dudes my age cry. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like I remember walking in and be like, "Oh, you didn't hear?" And be like, "Tupac is dead." And yeah, at the time, Tupac isn't my super guy. I'm I'm doing East versus West. I'm a little bit in my camp. Everybody's getting in their camps, and it was funny too because cats from the South were like, "Fuck the East Coast." They wasn't with the West Coast. They was riding with Tupac. It's funny, yeah. We were. It's funny we didn't. Like I said, I didn't listen to anything East Coast. I didn't listen to Nas. The only song I heard from Nas is funny. The only thing I heard from Nas was whatever was on um, MTV Jams. <laughs> you remember MTV Jams? <laughs> yes, yes. So yeah, I, uh, that's it. With Bill so Bellamy? If is he I the host? shook the world or if I ruled the world, that yeah. one. That's off the street. And, um, uh, that's the street dreams joint. Say that again. That's that's uh, that's the is that street dreams? That's the what's the album t- title, right? Yeah, so Pac does die. I think in 96, that's the second album. Because I'm just getting the basic. Yeah, Pac training, died in '96. And I also buy the double album Tupac. Um, yeah. What's it called? Um, All eyes on album? me. All eyes on me. So For who? Buy, Tupac. Uh, Tupac. All eyes on me. So that was yeah, my yeah, shit. All eyes on me. The double album. That's the yep. first double album that I I pick up. Um, All eyes then, on me. Has the has the number one stolen CD of all time, book one of all eyes on me. Because nobody want look books. that up. Don't nobody got book one. I got don't it. Nobody, I don't know how I kept a my whole shit. bunch of people got book two, but don't nobody got oh, book one. I, Let's look what's on book one real quick. I you bought, probably know right off the top. I, of bought, your head. I, I bought all eyes on me at least three times, man. I know I did just for book one because somebody either stole it, somebody traded oh, for yes, it. Dog. You know, in the military. You know, in the army, you had we all had the same book. We all had the same CDs, so you had to put your initials on all your CDs. So, book somebody will take had, your shit like that was mine. Dude, you got to give it to him. Book one, dude, had I'm gonna just say the first. Oh my god. Okay, so book one, I right off the bat. Nah, yeah. I'm a straight, I'm a straight rider. rider. You don't want to fuck. And then you got all about you, scandalous with Nate Dog. Oh, you scandalous. Um, yep. 
my shit was how do you want it with casey jojo that was my what? shit yes that I was love, my dog. shit that song that song with uh i love hip-hop r&b like matt if it was tight and it matched up well that was my shit that was my shit. I didn't like that song. That's the that's huh? one of the songs that I didn't like. I I like that shit with um and then you got Met two of America's Man Most Man. Wanted. Oh, that's got my mind. Made I didn't up. like I didn't like America's Most Wanted. You didn't, didn't like, like America's, America's Most, Most Wanted? Wanted? Not really. I liked uh hmm. I liked the song after that though. That's the shit. That's everybody liked that fucking song. Which one? I can't no more pain? pain. Yeah. Oh, I can't. Is it no more pain yeah. or bring the pain? Oh God to the brain. Let's go inside my astro play. <laughs> so, uh, damn, that was crazy. So, 97 that whole, night, the whole shit, the whole shit. So, we're going into 97, and then Big dies in March. He drops the double album, okay. Ready to Die. I think that yep. might be another one, too, mm-hmm. where everybody got the first or the second one and don't got the second out, the <laughs> CD on that double really? album. Let me let me no, pick up what else. That second album had that that two short song on. The world is filled with pimps and hoes. We'll just talk about those I know. That you shit know what? used to bang, baby. I want to. You know what? I want to be honest. I didn't listen to that album a lot because it hurt me. Whoa! It was. It hurt like, you. Why? Yeah, because he was like that was. Oh, I was in he was the, dead. It was dead. Yeah, man. It was like some. That was some real man. shit during that time. You know what I mean? Because like I can remember. Like going to the skating rink still in high school and skating to like one more chance in the remix and shit like that. Oh, and it yeah. was like, you know, what I mean, that was the song of our like my like about two, three year period. Like they, he, Biggie was everywhere. You know, yeah, Devontae was a motherfucking monster on beats during that yeah, time. What? Yep. Uh so with 97, let's give some love to the ladies. Cause we talked about Little Kim, but another album in '97 that I think drops that changes everything Missy Elliott. is Missy dropping Super Duper Missy Fly. Elliott, so when you though. first heard that Ooh. shit, and you first heard Missy, what you thought? That shit, and, that sockets to me by um, with a uh, left eye in it. That shit used to kill sock me. Sockets to me with actually, you it was, yep. That shit used to kill me though. That that Magoo shit. Eh. I Magoo fuck was, with Magoo. Magoo was one of those dudes. He was one of those. Magoo dudes was better than Silk. Where you kind of go better than who? Than Silk the Shocker? Yeah. <laughs> we you need know to compile a list. Worst, you know what worst rappers of of the late nineties. Worst rappers. Magoo, Silk the Shocker, Shocker. is in there. Uh, who else is terrible <laughs> as fuck? Come on, y'all. We, we let y'all. We got Magoo. We got yeah, yeah, yeah. Name five terrible ass motherfuckers during that time. You got Magoo. <laughs> you got. Silk the Shocker. Oh man, who the fuck else is kind of trash? Anyways, but I know you know what my but shit was. But we're kind of successful though. That's the f- go ahead. Was who keep it up? We go. Yeah, you, you so you how we party. That was keep my shit. <laughs> where, 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 where? Yeah, you got socket to me. You had the rain. Yeah, you had, everybody. Yeah. Uh, what else did you have on this joint? Uh, I got a, this is another one. So 97, we're listening to that. It's turning on. I want to say, and we can wrap it up on this one because I think the next time that we talk, um, it's, it'd be a good stepping off point, a good bridge 
because at the end of 97, I I hear that money, power, respect joint, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, man. Right? And I don't even hear it. I remember I was laying down and it came on, I want to say rap seat. We came on TV because another thing I was doing around oh, there, this is how trash I was. Well, not you knew I was, I ain't had a lot coming up. And uh, I used to tape videos and then play them on my surround sound. Remember you go to the PX oh, yeah, yeah, and you me bought too. like three speakers and shit? So I never forget. Yeah, yeah. Um, I hear the Money Power Respect joint and it, it's Little Kim in a motherfucking lingerie with like her whole shit out and she's like, I believe in money, power, and respect. And I'm like, what the fuck yeah. is this? And Once when you get my the man money, then you get motherfucking power. Once you get the power, motherfuckers <laughs> will, respect will respect you. you. <laughs> it's the key to life. Money, power, respect. It's the key. It's the dog yes. like a freak. <laughs> Stay Yo, out bark? the dark, cause if I catch you when the sun is yeah. down, run it, clown. And I'm like, what the? He's angry, but he can flow in in my veins. It's like a fucking. It's he's like a, a monster. monster. Yeah. And, Dog, and I, I, I think monster. at the end of that year, I get my hands on um, cats. Is I'm starting to know people. So like when cats would go home to different places, they would bring mixtapes back. You know what I mean? And I start oh, hearing all, really? I start hearing all this and I hear DMX's like cuts for his first out. And I hear, and we I'm gonna stop on this and I'll hand it over to you so you can come on your shit. I hear uh stop being greedy. And I'm Damn. I'm that's my that guy. That was it, man. That's that was my it. fucking guy. What's the what's DMX came now, out? Stop being greedy. Yeah. And I'll yeah, punch man. you in your motherfucking face. Dope. That song right there, that song right there, like, and he and then he did that little like, um, that little kid voice too. Yes, for that song. Chucky, and I was like, he did Chucky. <laughs> yeah, something like that, right? Yeah. And then he came back, come out. I Fuck, forgot the words. We're gonna go to into shit, it because, and we're gonna end on this song we'll go to on the next this time. album. This is ninety eight. Um, so, so this is getting into ninety eight, and yeah. we'll stop here and we'll pick off the next time we come together. So I get this album and it, it's it's cool that a lot of y'all are in the chat now because a couple of weeks ago when DMX went against a Snoop Dogg, I remember I came up and I said to me, DMX is more it, his three album period means more to me and resonates better. And I think has more of an impact than anything Snoop Dogg does. I think Snoop as a collective is longer and has longevity. But for back-to-back-to-back albums, you couldn't fuck with DMX. And he hit every emotion string in me. I was angry. I had the same kind of conflicts and and feelings towards women. It was just, I was, I wanted to be, you know what I mean? The whole Damien, Damien part one, that's the shit, man. DMX DMX uh, was fuel. Like, if you were an angry person... DMX was few. He would put it in, in my. If you don't know the words, put it in my veins. He will give you the words, man. I never forget. So around that time, I'm getting a little dough. Um, I'm I'm making my real military dough because now I'm at a I'm I'm stationed somewhere. You know what I mean? I'm not in training, right? So I'm stationed in Vegas. Permanent party. That joint comes out, 
I buy two technique turntables and I want to teach oh. myself how to how to DJ, right? So DJ, I'm slowly yeah, yeah. DJing. I, 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 I would do like these little, four. yeah, I would do these little house parties like on bass. You know what I'm saying? And I never forget. For yeah, I never forget. And that's I'll end the story here. I never forget. I'm I get my little setup. It's my boy Terry Allen, my boy Mitch. There's a lot of dudes. My friend Markle's in here. I'm just meeting my friend Marco Lerma um, during that time period. And I'm DJing. I throw a little party. And all I got to do is go. And you know what the uh, fuck is going <laughs> Right? So over. you know. Yeah, it's, it's over. It's, it's fucking over. Like it reminds it's me over, of home. Bro. It's everything right it's and yeah i got a dj uh. set up right and i hit this shit i remember i'm, I'm some new i'm killing it and i hadn't played that shit yet and i go and i put it on almost like a like out of nowhere like and it's like and every, it's it's a meat yeah. it's a hot dog party in this joint, right it's a million dudes yeah. in this shit a million young all dudes. the women are thrown off the floor <laughs> they are and a million moves out of the way and it's a thousand niggas on the floor dog and it all hell Stop. breaks loose Stop. yep yep and i never forget so that, was my the song. so that was the east coast song right yes. that everybody would would wild out to but uh, but everywhere though for that song that brought grimy um, east coast back to me you know what i mean that right. brought we the yeah. toughest motherfuckers in the room. No disrespect to any other, not DMX, no disrespect to the Woo, no dis. But that was like, yeah, it's some. It's, <laughs> I know these dudes. These are the grime. You know what I'm saying? And I never forget, man. One of yeah. the, they, this dude Reggie gets his ass whooped. <laughs> like a fight breaks out, and all you hearing is the Rough Riders in the background, dog. Just and something new and then stop and it's we throwing bows like it's going fucking nuts man i wonder how many people got fucked up to uh the rough riders anthem i wonder how many people got fucked up to um tear the club up tear the club up don't give a damn. I don't, be give a, be a, don't give a damn. I don't give a fuck. Be I be I. I wonder how many people got fucked. If you up. don't give a damn, we don't give a fuck. <laughs> you know what? I sh no. I would whoop a motherfucker's yeah. ass. I was going through a bad period in my life. Let oh, motherfucking no. eight ball G and MJG come on and <laughs> bang the death. What's on? Uh, uh, that's so smack a hoe, shoot the hook. So, I think MJG got the, the club, club. yeah. He got one of the best voices all, all time, you know what I mean? On the track, yeah. MJG is on the hook, I mean? man. Because I remember no, the first gotta, time I heard last verse of MJG Boy, was on um, Show Nuff, uh, on the yeah, yeah on the Tila song, yeah. And he come out and what the fuck, how does this keep talking? I, it'll come to me, you gotta okay. First, oh, the ooh, MJ tear the club up was the shit. Tear the club up. And the, what, what was it? Was banning the, the club in North Carolina too, dog? And Gangsta Boo came on. I was in love with Gangsta Boo for a little bit. It was over. Uh, Project Pat. They wouldn't play Project Pat either. Um, but the the MJG verse you got to hear is from uh, uh, damn, what's the name? It's a classic. Nuck if you buck too. Yeah. Um, Classic eight ball MJG song. Um, 
30 buses in my yard talking shit about a bitch. Uh, uh, damn, what's the name? It's old A Ball MJG. I think it's from Yo, the outside the looking in. I, I'm trying to remember the track from Show Nuff, dun, 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 When I heard him, that's dun, dun, why I was like, dun, dun. who is this dude? Lay it down. Is- it's from Lay It Down. Lay It there Down, Lay It Down. You, oh, yep, you got it. Yeah. 30 buses in my yard talking shit. You got to hear that verse. That the A ball, the MJG verse from that song. Yo, that's it right there. That right there is like, yo, who is Suave House, yo? Suave who House. Are who is, yes. Who is who, who, the, who is Tony Draper, yo? So when we was coming up, right, we had, nuts like you know, we had Suave House and we had um, Suave House had Eight Ball MJG. They had uh, this young kid named uh, Fuck, what's his name? They had another, they had a group called South Circle with this dude named Mr. Mike. Mr. Mike was like 23. Right. And that's all I would bang. Me and my cousin Josh would listen to UGK and Mr. Mike on the way to church. One thing that always <laughs> bums me out is I didn't understand. I never got the chance to really get into UGK until it was too late. And then I heard Rod and Dirty. being them on uh, on uh, Rod and Dirty on, on Jay-Z's joint. Rod and Dirty. 96. That song, that's some. That's not even close. You gotta hear my favorite song of all time. Period is "Murder." That's number three on Rod and Dirty. I grew up on that song. I oh, know the might, whole album. Back keep to that four. in mind. So next time we have one of them private listening joints, we'll, talk we next time. we'll have to. I'll, I'll dig into that because there's some old shit that I want to dig into beat wise. You know what I mean? Because the production yeah, value on all that shit too was like off the hook. We actually got more man. people in this fucking chat. So if you, um, I'll ask the crowd. Y'all want us to go a little bit more? Y'all good? It's 10 o'clock. I don't know if you motherfuckers got work to do I mean, in the morning. We Let's go for a little bit. I'm going to hand it over to you because I've been talking a lot of East shit. Feel me. Let's, um, in 97, is No Limit even on the radar at the out, outside of just bout about it during that time? So No Limit, the thing about Master P and No Limit, he, he's kind of, West Coast, but he brought it to the South. So he's from New Orleans. He went to the West Coast. He got a lot of that shit out, like business-wise. He figured it out, and then he brought some of that energy back to the South. So he heard about like Outkast and them. When he came back to the South, he just business-wise, he was just boom, boom. Everybody was buying the albums. So. He was on the radar. So you got Kane and Abel. As a matter of fact, Mia UGK. X. You got nah, I don't listen to Kane. I, I never listen I like to Kane, some and, Kane Abel. and Abel. <laughs> I like I some Kane and Abel. I listen to Mia X. I listen to Mia X. I My had, favorite I like no limit. Everybody like Fiend. Everybody like Fiend. Matt. Um, yep. I my favorite no limit person because I'm not w- super versed in uh what up, Damo? Damo said major rotation in 97 for No Limit. My favorite is, motherfucker in No Limit and my favorite No Limit album is C-Murder's Joint. That shit, I man. bumped. No, man. Like, What's like, up? Hey, C-Murder, who you hang with? Hey, little Kevin boy, you know I only make moves with thugs. And my fucking hot green, I had a green oh, Honda yeah. Accord, brand new. <laughs> Burr, burr, burr. That was my. He shit, made some bangers man. though. 
There was some, some bangers. He heard made some bangers though, man. Yeah, that uh, a kick though. I'm about to pull a kick though. The thing Let about UGK, the thing about UGK was so once again, this is my younger self going against my my older self. So I listened to UGK. My favorite rapper was Pimp C in UGK. As I got older, I started listening to the verses and uh Bun B is top notch to me, dog. He kill he kills Pimp C on some of I hear songs. that a, I but hear that a Pimp lot. Pimp C had such a style. Yeah, but the thing about Pimp C was he was the producer of a lot of those songs too, if not all of them. So all of the production on uh Riding Dirty, that was all Pimp C. So okay. rhyming wasn't really his thing. He had a cool style and he had a high voice. Pimp C, bitch, I'm from the side. Like he had a real country, like, but Bun B was a lyricist, bro. Like that, that verse, that I'm last verse on my top verses are one of them is Bun B from Murder. The other one is uh, Big Boy from Outcast, uh, Chunky Fire. You gotta listen to that verse, man. That shit right there is, but that's later on. That's like 98, 99. Um, a lot of Bumby love. Yeah, he in the was a lyricist. And the South Booty See, I'm glad we had y'all in the chat because it's a lot. Now we're getting overloaded because it's it's so much to talk about during this time frame. Because there's I think you got independent scene coming on now. You got motherfuckers making money like Mass. A little bit, yeah. You know what I mean? Because yep. and then you got every motherfucker getting their own label. And going, you yep. know what I mean, getting distribution, and like mm -hmm. you could talk shit. You yeah, got different rules going crazy. Like it's so much. Like I said, and I went through stretches that if I like some shit, then I gravitated to that whole shit. We the not gonna group. dump in the outcast because we don't got enough time to pay them proper. No, respect. that's a whole nother. That's but the talk. next time we come together, we're gonna talk about outcast because Southern playlistic Cadillac music, that shit sent me down an entirely different path in my life yeah. listening to music. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? I think yeah, that yeah. was the first time where I was like, yo, there's a lot more out there. And uh we talked about crucial mm -hmm. conflict in a, in the beginning. But like I said, man, when I the see murder shit, like I said, I need an angry motherfucker. <laughs> you know what I mean? And like, yeah, like and, and then I need a motherfucker that, that was a little depressed. That's so and it has some uh, hot niggas. I'm doom. so yeah. Only thug yeah. niggas feel my pain. That's song was. <laughs> yeah, Seabird couldn't rap, but he was just. It's just that thing where you go, this nigga is. He is a murderer. Like he yes. is. He'll fuck. He was just fuck. like he is really in pain because he killed somebody. And he ain't told nobody yet. <laughs> he kept it to himself. Yeah, yeah. You know, I was yeah. Just be like, yeah, I feel your pain, see, murder. So, like, yeah, <laughs> I killed this nigga around the corner, shot him in his back. He said the whole shit. He confessed on the whole album. My brother on the whole album, like, threw what do you mean innocent? What are you talking about? Yeah, check over the bridge next to my mama house in the grass. Yeah, but we gotta body. get. Uh, yeah, next time we gotta we gotta get into more the more philosophical. Type because we we still got to get into Scarface, the Ghetto Boys, all of and that. We shit also got to get to a time period of, and it's a little bit before the time because I I think we got to start up around like ninety two. I mean, yeah, and then yeah, like, we can talk. That's a whole scene too. Like if you wasn't a hard motherfucker though, but you like Tribe, the Far Side, 
You know what I mean? The yep. sing song and motherfuckers was out during that time. You know what I mean? Uh, I told you I what we with, wanted. I was to the I was the one in the group. Souls that of with them. It was like you listen to that goofy shit, nigga. Ninety three till infinity. Ninety three. This is yep. how we chill. You know what I mean? From like, ninety three. All you got to do where I'm from is just go, my dear, my dear, my dear. You may not know me, but I know you. That yep. was my shit. Know you very you well. Know? Yeah. And that's when they had a high voice, nigga, too. Yeah, man. Pun shows up in ninety seven too, man. It's just. We're going to pick up where we left off next time. We're like an hour and almost two hours in. It's pushing on 1030, yeah. man. But uh, yeah, yeah, like yeah. I said, man, we started with this because when, for me, music is always something that you, even if you ain't got a lot of dough, like that's something that can soothe you and you can get into it. You can chill. It's simple. You know what I mean? It, yeah. it always represents a time period for you in life. And where we coming from in our backgrounds and shit, a lot of that time period, too, tells your story in a weird way. Like you gravitate yeah. to these albums, not because like like you like we said when we was listening to Doggy Style, um, when you 23, like even though we was in the military, it's like three bitches, weed and fun. You know what I mean? And if you're, you can't That's drink, it. you can't smoke weed in the military. So it's out. You know, what I mean, it's, it's Hennessy is, you know, what I mean, it's little day room parties. It's it's all this shit. And. Yep. And it was funny when we started. They just seemed like they were having a lot of fun. Yes, and uh, and it was being real as fuck too. You know what I'm saying? And it was funny that when we started talking about doing this shit and like doing a podcast, like it it was so similar, um, me and you on what we were talking about. You know what I'm saying? Um, because like yeah. I said, it played a big part of our lives during that time period. It's the soundtrack to our lives. For I want to say from about '95 to about 2003 because that's when i become a dad and life changes you know what i mean so maybe that's about be a, the name soundtrack of our lives that could be it but it's a lot of that shit to listen it. to man it's a lot of shit to go through so the next time we come yep. out when we, we're going to dig a little bit more in the no limit we got to give outcast we probably have to start off with outcast and just kind of because they yeah, yeah. to me they set the tone for an entire movement that brought in a whole new world into the scene you know what i mean i will never hear yeah. of ugk or them if i don't hear of outcast first you know what i mean coming I from the east coast they no disrespect yeah, they introduced me. the they introduced the south sound to a lot of different people it made you want to you know discover more so yes. you know yes. maybe you heard them you heard maybe a little bit of ugk maybe you heard drama after that and then pastor troy which came later which yep. is some angry fucking Boy, you want you want to talk about some angry shit? <laughs> oh man! And then you got a the shit. South is taking over all the singles and shit, or or dropping yep. like you got Project Pat, you got um, what's my man? Um, Get it green, my man. Uh, what's the fucking joint? One hit wonder, dog. Um, chicken head? Who? Uh, not chicken head. The uh, joint. Um, for who? It's it's not Project Pat or for uh... no it's not Project Pat dog it's that one song that we was talking about it the other day when my man was like um fuck I just brain farted it's too fucking late for hit me hit the right flow <laughs> no man hit the what's flow that joint if anybody like... knows that song hit the flow that song right what's, there what's used to bang too hit the flow hit the I know that you feel me now <laughs> you gotta hear it man. <laughs> I'm a yo. Hit so what we here we is, boy. Here we is. When the dirty boys drop, better hit the flow. That song, you right know what there, we should man. do, and let's let's wrap it up. Let's put up a playlist on Spotify 
and let's just start dumping some tracks in there. And everybody that's in the chat, yeah, yeah. if y'all want to reach out, um, you can hit me up at Mr. Dom Rivera at Gmail. Tim, you want to, or you can hit us up on wherever the fuck, Instagram or whatever. We could talk about this shit. Uh, uh, send any comments. Yeah, you can hit me up. You can hit me up on uh, Tim at TimMillerComedy.com. Um, and yeah, let me know the South shit that y'all want us to add to it too. Because uh, I might be, we, I'm definitely, I know I'm missing some stuff. Because dog, wait till we get to the 9-9 nine, nine to the 2000. Like we yeah, not even, like we still, Arrow, man. like, that's... Anyways, man. But everybody in the chat, man, that held in with us, man. We've been doing this for two hours. It was a lot. It was a couple of y'all in there. Appreciate all Jackie, Damo, Jason. Let me scroll up. Keith, uh, Jay. Good looking, y'all. Uh, 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 Brianna, Marco, uh, Allende. Uh, who else is in here, man? Just thank you, man. Brandon, um, thanks for coming in here, man. Thanks for uh, listening out to us. Uh, we'll let y'all know when we come here and do this again. We'll do a little bit of research. Maybe in a couple weeks we get together. Um, we also thinking about doing Man, a little like private, a uh, little private life is a research. <laughs> we did yeah, say we we're gonna do some research. We maybe yeah. we gonna find some ways to do like a little private listening party where we could just come in and talk because Facebook will kick us the fuck off if we play yeah, one yeah. song. I'm surprised they didn't kick us Ooh, off just for just freestyling the song on this bitch. So. Uh, but this was yeah. uh this was dope, man, and uh really appreciate y'all, man. Y'all be safe and uh we'll come back and we'll do this again, man. Yeah.